Hello, this is Darren. And this is Paige. And this is Where's, Where's the, the lemonade? lemonade? Where we talk about what happens when life throws you lemons. Make some lemonade? Uh, maybe. Some weeks it's lemon squares. Yeah, some weeks it's just lemons. Yeah. <laughs> On today's episode, we're going to talk about resolving conflict in marriage. Ooh, we've got a lot to learn here. Yes, we do. <laughs> So we're in week five, even though we skipped one week or two weeks? Two weeks. Two weeks of our marriage. I always get this wrong. I call it enhancement, but it's not enhancement. <laughs> I don't remember what we were calling it. Development, development marriage, resolution. Our, yeah, I don't whatever know. it's called. we have no idea what it no. is. But hey, we, we've had fun in the classes that we've attended. And even when we couldn't attend, we read through the lesson learned some things we talked about on our podcast before. Today is about conflict re- resolution. And we actually went back and looked at some of our old podcasts. We've already talked about this a couple of times, but obviously. We need to talk about it more. I guess so. <laughs> if you would just do what I say, then th- how would there be any conflict? I do. You're just not satisfied with how I do it. <laughs> oh, is that it? Uh, that must be it. Oh, I better work on my satisfaction (laughs) expectations um, expectations (laughs) well i thought the class was really interesting because there's things that we learned in this class that we haven't been doing effectively that i said hey you know maybe that would be something we could do so we're gonna it was funny in our class they said okay so you know does anybody have a conflict that they'd like to share with the class and we were like conflict have we ever had a conflict (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about. Well, what was even more funny was watching some of the other people just sitting next to each other on their couch, just staring like, we're not going to talk about that right now. That's right. Yeah, we're not going to do that. We're not sharing that. Be quiet. (laughs) This is not a group therapy session where we're letting everyone know how (laughs) we fight. But there were a lot of really good things in that class. Yes. And uh, the one that I, I wanted to talk about, if that's okay, is... There we'll, were three, we'll see if we'll it's see. okay. All right. Okay, let me hear it. All right, so there are three, three things. Express your views. This is how to resolve conflicts, right? Okay. Express your views. Explore concerns. <laughs> Keep going. And then select a mutually satisfying solution. <laughs> this is okay. so fun today, honey. <laughs> I just, you know, I would have to say if, if I had to say what we typically do, we express our views and move to trying to find a solution, right? That's exactly right. And when yeah. we saw this explore concerns, we were like, huh. Well, that's one way to that's- do it. <laughs> <laughs> I said, we don't, we kind of like, oh, that's your view? Well, that's a dumb view. Yeah, we would never say that. No, we would just think it. We would think, you would think that about me? Never, I'm just... <laughs> injecting i'm trying to empathize with how you feel (laughs) okay okay good one good one no i okay so let's talk about express views for a second so views and concerns are two separate things yes so your views are kind of like what's your position right yep right like this is where i'm coming from right this is where i want to go to i mean i don't i can't even think of a good example but anyway this is my position in this argument or in this discussion concern no no that's next yeah this is my position this is just this is my position okay gotcha and then explore concerns would be 
okay, so I understand that's your position. Here's what I'm concerned about, you know, regarding the, that, right? Here, here's all the things that I bring to the table and why I'm, I have that position. Or, no, but, or you say to the other person, these are my concerns of your position, right? Yeah, I mean, you can yeah. explore concerns on both sides. Right. But the thing here is exploring concerns, not trying to position yourself where you're better than the, the other person. This is really getting in. And remember, um, our, our first marriage counselor talked to us about getting in the trenches with each other. This is really getting in the trenches. Why do you have that position that you have? And trying to empathize and figure out where are they coming from? Yes. And then listening to the other person with when they say, well, this is why I have concerns about that, right? You've got to both listen. Yep, which can be hard. It can be hard. And don't pull the, so what I hear you say. We'll talk about that later. (sighs) (laughs) But once you've expressed your concerns. Yes. And you've explored the concerns of the other person then you should be able to come up with a mutually satisfying solution. That's that win-win solution that we always talk about. That unicorn solution? Yeah, I have never... Well, we've seen it. We, we do this <laughs> we've all seen the time. It. We've seen it in a movie. We've seen- <laughs> That's true. I, I mean- what is a win-win solution that we've had to a concern? I'm thinking... It's not just dead air here. We're still here. We've um, always had a rough time coming up with, because there always seems to be compromise on one side I or the gonna other. I was going to say, there's usually a compromise. And is a compromise a win-win? It could be. Sometimes. Right, because you come up with a different solution than the two solutions that were presented. Yeah. Right? So I don't know. I mean, I guess if you both walk away going, hey, I feel really good about that, that's a win-win. Well, and we have those all the time then. Yeah, totally. Right? Um, whether it's Italian or Japanese food tonight, and it ends up being Mexican, right? There Mexican's you go. Mexican's always a Mexican's win-win. Mexican's always a win-win at this house. <laughs> so, but there's also win-lose situations, and there's sometimes when maybe you just have to say, you know what, my position wasn't really that important to me. And we have both been there. We have both yeah. conceded and went, you know what? It's not worth it. It's not. Yeah, I can. I can sit back on this one. I can let this one go or because I can see why you feel this way. And you know what? I can I can back off. So was that satisfying? Uh, A satisfying solution to say, you know what? Not that big of a deal. I it depends. It depends your mood. It depends what if this was something big or if this was something little. It just it depends. But it can be satisfying, even if you're saying, well, you're um, conceding. That can still be satisfying, right? It can be satisfying. For me, I I mean, I don't know other people's, right, their their, um, situations and their relationships. But for me, that can be very satisfying because we have resolved something, whether it's me backing off or you backing off, to feel like, Awesome. We made it through this. And we have said that before. We're like, yeah, we, have we have said, hey, we just resolved that really well. So to me, it's not always about winning. I, you know what? I it's think- about feeling good that we just got through this issue, problem, whatever you want to call it. And that we both went, hey, we did that really well. I think you hit it right on the nose there. It's not about winning. 
Mm-mm. And you have to let that go. Yeah. So when you come into these differences of opinions, it's not about winning. It's about coming up with the best solution together. And it could be what your spouse proposed. Right. Now, yeah. apply this to blended families and apply this to dealing with your ex, right? All yeah, of us have that to could deal be with, tough too. All of us have to deal with our exes, and we still have to come up with these mutually satisfying solutions. And sometimes you have to back off. And maybe you're the one that always backs off, and maybe you're tired of it. It doesn't matter. Yeah, you have it's, to look at the long term. Yes. The long term uh, relationship, because the relationship you have with your ex is important because right. you have kids in the middle. Right. So you're going to experience a lot less win-wins in, in uh, blended families and dealing with your ex. You're, really, it's going to be, you're going to just, a lot of the time you're going to feel like, I can't believe I just gave in again. And you know what? If that was because it was what was best for the kids, then you did the right thing. Then it's a win. Yes, right. but it's hard to feel that way. I, no, I agree. It's hard to feel that way. I agree. Now, there's also lose-lose. Yes, and we've had those. We, we've had we those. We currently have some of those going on. I, won't, I don't want to bring it up, but we oh, do. No, I, where neither one of us has gotten what we felt like was a good resolution. Well, that may be the next one, which is you're putting it on the shelf for another time. Yes. Because it's a decision that really doesn't have to be made right now. Yes, that is true. It's a decision that doesn't have to be made right now. So uh, to me, that's just shelving it because it's yes. like, hey, if this happens in the future, this is how we're going to do things. And right. we haven't decided yet. That's putting it on the shelf. I'm talking a real lose-lose. So I don't know that we, I mean, I'm trying to think of a lose-lose for us. I think one of us always kind of just. Well, a lose-lose for dinner decision was we just stay home and eat leftovers. It's kind of a lose-lose. Except we're saving money. See, you're always finding the bright side of things. Why are you doing that? No, a lose-lose is when neither one of you backs down and the decision is forced upon you, maybe because of time yes. or a situation occurs. And right. So a no decision is a decision. Yeah, and the decision has to be pushed and you both feel bad about it. And I guess that would be a lose-lose, right? Yeah. And I, we have had those. I can't think of any in the moment right now. We've had, we've had those, and maybe we missed out on opportunity or something. Right, right. But, but I like the putting on the shelf because there are some issues. Sometimes we want to plan so far in the future. We're talking about scenarios. What if this happens? What do we do? And we've talked about it several times, but when push comes to shove, we don't have to make that decision right now. That is correct. Okay, in this class, we learned a couple rules for discussing problems, not arguing dis um, problems or fighting through problems, but discussing problems. And there are, how many are there, like 20 rules? Something like that. So, yeah. Some of them are hilarious, according to Paige. <laughs> so let's get to them. All right, the first one, and we've talked about this before, decide on a time and a place to talk. So we're not good at that. No, we're not. But we talked about it about a year ago. We have talked about when I came home from that marriage class that I took at um, BYU, 
yeah, our the professor that taught this class said that him and his wife meet once a week to talk about their concerns that they've had throughout the week. And yeah, and they thought, write them down. Yeah, thought it was a great idea. It's a great idea. We have yet to do that. We haven't done it once. No, we haven't. We're real here, people. We are a work in progress. Well, I'm going to blame COVID because we can blame everything on COVID. <laughs> what does COVID have to do with it? Well, anything? we're around each other all day, every day. So when there's yeah, issues, I we just a, bring them up. I have a lot more things to write down during oh, the week. Oh, well, all right. <laughs> it looks like we're going to have to start having this meeting weekly now. <laughs> Maybe this is our meeting, our podcast. Our podcast is our meeting. Is our meeting. Yeah. So we, oh, yeah. The listeners would love that when we just like fight it out here. Yeah. This would be interesting. Okay. Let's get back on topic. Yes. Which is stay on topic. So when you are discussing yes. things, don't pile on a bunch of different things. It's good to say, hey, right now we're going to discuss whether we buy a new car or not. Right. So. Does that mean the stay on topic is that don't bring others, don't bring history in? No, that's later. Oh, that's later. So this is just. Don't convolute two two problems together. No diversion tactics? No diversion tactics. Don't be a politician and add a whole bunch of things to individual things. So just stay on topic. Okay. I like that one. So I think that's a good one because then you can decide. All right. This is is the one thing we're discussing This is the one thing we're discussing. Okay. I like that. All right. That's a good one. This is one of your favorite ones, the next one, which is seek to understand instead of arguing. <laughs> that, that's, that's something that I like. Well, so... Let me hear. If, oh tell God. me what you're saying. Let me repeat oh. what I think I heard you say. You Seriously, hate it when I do that. I hate it when you do that. It just seems so... Um, uh, Patronizing? Yes. It does. It seems so bad. And, and I don't think that that's the way it's meant to be, but because you're actually trying to be an active listener, which is, you know, something that we've, right? Active listening. But is it because, let me see if I can understand what you're telling oh me. Oh my gosh. <laughs> if I had somebody to throw at you right now, I would. Oh wait, there's something that we, we talk about that later yes, on Yes. Yeah. Um, but yes. So don't say those words, but Ask questions to, uh, to truly understand their concerns. And I think that that's a lot of the times people do not do that. They hear what their spouse or partner is saying, right? And it doesn't agree with what they're... So they inject their own perspective. Th- yes, they, they, they make up a story in their head about what is happening right at this moment. And stick to the facts. I've learned this from my friend. We had Reese on the, an episode. My friend Reese, who's a life coach. Stick to the facts. Don't make up your story. Stick to the facts. Right? Right. Now, I've noticed sometimes when I'm seeking to understand, it gets too raw and you get quiet. Yes. And you told me earlier, you say, well, I'm seeking to understand. <laughs> I am. You, you like to hash it out in the moment. I do. Ha- let's have it out right now and get it over with. That's kind of how you like you to You like it. to internalize it. Yeah, I want to think about it because I don't want to say something I'm going to regret. So I like to think on it. I want to think about maybe your position and where you're coming from. Um, I like to think. And, and I don't like to think. It's not like two days or anything, right? It I've seems never, like that even though it's but only it's not. 15, 20 minutes. I just say it's usually a couple hours maybe. Or I like to go to bed. I like to go to bed and sleep on it. And you hate that, but I love that. I sleep like a baby. And I'm up all night. <laughs> so. Everybody has their own way of seeking to understand, but make sure you're trying to do it. How about that? 
That's an interesting way to position it. Okay. Is okay. that a little politician yes, right there? Yeah, just a mm-hmm. touch. Uh, next one, let your spouse talk. Okay. Now, I've noticed this. When you get quiet, you don't say, I've heard enough. You just let me ramble on. And Yep. So I need to recognize that and go, okay, we're done. Well, because sometimes I think you need to ramble on, so I let you, but all it's doing is really infuriating. Yes, I know it is. I can see it on your face. (laughs) But I'm letting you do it because I'm just like, oh boy, I let you do it. Well, because sometimes I just need to vent. Right. And that's why I let you do it. That's why I let you do it. And that's why, and over the years, that's why I let you do that. And you let me be quiet. And we're getting closer and closer. I feel like we're meeting in the middle more and more and more. Yeah, I agree. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, but it's important to make sure that you're not dominating the whole discussion. Yes. Um, you do need to seek out, you know, communication. It's, it's about communication. And not interrupting, letting, right, let them get their thoughts out. Yeah, so. which can be hard. Oh, I love this next one so much. Speak softly. Let's speak softly to each other. <laughs> okay. There's nothing, there's nothing quiet or soft in this house. Oh, boy. So speak softly, my eye, <laughs> whatever. Well, we don't yell at each other. No, we don't. We're just not quiet people. We're just not quiet people, but we don't yell at each other. No. Very, I mean, I could probably count on one hand where we've actually yelled the first, at each other. The first year of our marriage. Oh my goodness. That was rough. Yeah, that was yeah. tough. That's probably all the ones I was going to count on my one hand. That was probably yeah. in the first year. We don't yell. No, I, I no, would. just, yeah, we don't yell at all. This one you're really good at. I'm not good at this at all. It's take a break. Because give me a break. I cannot hold my emotion. I I can't act. I'm a horrible actor. You, on the other hand, can walk into a room of people that you may have had conflict with, and everything's great and hunky dory, and I can't do it. You fake it till you make it, baby. Yeah, I have a rough time with that. But you do. You're good at recognizing uh, the emotions in the discussion and saying, I'm out. Yes, I can definitely recognize when I when you and I are in something heated, and I can immediately tell this is going nowhere. This is not going to be productive. I can see in your like I literally can see it in your face. It's the flames. It's the yeah. It's just it's your thin lips. Your lips go in this thin line, and I'm like, he's. You're not going to hear anything I have to say, and so I'm like, let's. We need to discuss this later. And that used to really bother you. And I'd be like, we need to table this until later. There's no, nothing it, it productive. Used to. And now you're like, okay. Yep. Well, and back in the old days when that used to bother me, I would yep. clean the closets out. I know. I miss that. Yeah. It's been a long time. I really miss the, the <laughs> anger cleaning. <laughs> Dang it. How do I get Shoots that back? just make me mad just so I would clean. <laughs> it was a win-win. No, it wasn't. That was, a, that was not a win-win. It was a win-lose. <laughs> win for win you, win-lose win for me. <laughs> okay. We're past that final. All right, the, yes. the next one. Be kind. This is something we're both really good at. Yes, we are. We never name call. Never. We, we rarely say anything that's super hurtful. You know what I mean? We, it's, I think it's very because rare. I think we learned early on um, that we're in such a unique situation with blending families and and baggage that we brought with us from our old marriages and our, our previous marriages, um, that we recognize that it's you and I against the world, yes. not against each other. Right. 
right? So when an issue would come up, we did a good job at putting the issue in a chair next to us and, and going after the issue. We came after, after the issue at different angles, right? but we rarely would, would attack each other, which yeah. I think is, is one of our successes that we've had so far. Definitely. And I, yeah, we are very respectful to each other, even when we're arguing. And, um, yeah, I can't imagine actually not having respect, but it's very important because guess what? You can ask for forgiveness later, of course, but you're not going to forget those, those harsh words that are said. So be kind, be kind. Even when you're in an argument, it's, I'm not saying that you have to be all Pollyanna in your argument, but don't lash out. The next thing that we saw in our rules of discussing problems, rules of engagement, is do not bring up past issues. Only discuss current issues. So not bringing up history, which I'm pretty good at that because I totally forget our our arguments. Yeah, yeah. I think it's funny sometimes though, when something when we're when something is in an argument that we're having and it triggers old arguments that we've had in our previous marriages. Right. Yes. And those come up sometimes and it's like, wait, because we've been married now nine years. Yep. And now it's like, wait, was that with <laughs> Yes, with you right. That I had this argument last time, or was it with my previous? We spouse? were just having this discussion this morning, where we've been married so long that it's starting to get fuzzy. Like I, I asked you something this morning. I said, "Hey, was this with you, or was this with my ex?" And you said, "Wasn't with me." And I said, oh, "Okay." And you don't, you, we don't get upset with each other because no. that we were married for twenty years. Exactly. Like you got to give each other a pass on those. So what that means, one way to avoid that from ever happening is just don't bring up past issues when you're discussing a current one. Yes, and you shouldn't. You shouldn't be like, well, this, you know, twelve twelve years ago when you were even last year, <laughs> stay on. And it goes back to the stay on topic. Right. Stay on topic. Don't hash out, you know, previous things. Which brings up the next one: do not throw things at your spouse. No violence. All right. Yes, of course, no violence. Right. That's, that's to, you know, that one should be on the list, even though we should all know that, right? There's ne- never, ever, ever um, an ever. excuse for violence. No. And if, and if that is an issue in your marriage, you need to seek, seek help. help right away. Yes, yep, absolutely. For sure. For sure. Another, another thing, and this is threats. It's kind of tied to violence, but it's like an emotional violence. Yes, it's an emotional threat. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it's a threat of divorce or separation. Yep, that's, that's, not, that's, that's playing dirty too. That's sitting below the belt. Yeah, that's like if I don't get my way. Yeah, I can divorce you because I've done it before. I can do it again. Yeah that's, like, yeah, that's hitting below the belt. Absolutely. So avoid things like that. Yes, definitely. Right. I like the rest and try again. Oh, yeah. So that's kind of like... That's your going to bed. <laughs> I love rest and try it again. I do. I feel like you wake up with this renewed, well, like, oh my goodness, why it, This was... is easy for you. It's not so easy for me. But, but it's not easy for you. However, would you not agree with me that I feel like you're, I wake up and go, oh, you know what? That was, 
why were we arguing about that? That was silly. And you always are like, you know what, sweetie, let's let's resolve this. Like, I feel like even though you've had a rough night and I've had a completely And then restful, I go to sleep for two hours. But, right? I feel like we both... Yeah, no, I agree. And I've gotten, I've gotten better with not internalizing it the whole time. Right. Right. And, you know, trying to resolve, I got to resolve this. Maybe you just need, need to set it aside and yeah. rest on it. And when you set it aside and rest on it, um, if you aren't going to bed right then, try and be um, normal to each other for the rest of the evening or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Like, because that will actually help you get back to your solution and back to normal quicker well this goes into having the ability to take the issue that you're trying to resolve and put it outside of the two of you almost like it's a third party then you can really disconnect yourself from the issue and say that's the issue out there right we as a team are going to resolve that issue right take care of that issue yep and if you can do that then maybe you can cuddle on the couch even though there's an issue Right. Out there, but, um, you know, out there trying to uh, get in between you. So the next one, find measurable solutions. What does that one mean? Uh, This one's actually really interesting. I read some more on this one. Okay. If you have a solution that's just vague, like let's say the solution is, I'll be more nice. Ah, That's not very measurable. That is not. Right. So you need to come up with solutions that you can say, hey, we resolve that issue. Right. Either a yes, no answer, or if it's um, a thing like picking up my socks. We bring this up all the time, right? right. That one's easily measurable. Your socks are on the floor or they're not, right? right? Okay. Um, so I coming like up with a solution, though, that I can easily say, yes, we did it. Right. It, you know, okay, I like that It makes then. sense. I like that one, too. Okay. Plan the implementation of the solution. So that's just kind of following up and oh, right. having a plan. Yeah, having a plan. I yeah. like that too. If your solution is save more money. Right. Well, how are we going to do how that? How are we going to do that? Because yes. if we had an argument over money, we could easily say, okay, we're just going to save more money. Right. Here's our okay, solution. High five. Let's go. Woo-hoo, yay. We decided. Right. That's... Which, by the way, do you think, have we ever had an argument about money? No. I don't think we have. No, we haven't. We've had plenty of others. I don't want anyone yes, to think yeah. that we're like this. Oh, well, boy. because we kind of just ignored money. <laughs> yes, that is true. We were just trying to be happy. And <laughs> we're just going to be happy. We're just going to be happy. We're and starting spend to it. pay more attention yes. to money because I'm getting old and I need a better retirement. <laughs> yes, yes, for sure. So um, please help us out with the retirement and visit uh, daisyblossomcreations.com. <laughs> yes, on Etsy. Do that. Daisyblossomcreations.com. Order, order some Halloween or Christmas decor from yeah, us. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's funny. Okay, agree on reminders. Oh, I this like one's this a good one. one. Yeah, I like this one too. I never thought of it before. Maybe the solution is is that I need to do something. For example, maybe the problem was we never got the trash out on time uh, for for the dump uh, runs that happened. So maybe that's my responsibility. We decided, all right, Darren's going to take care of that, and I may say, all right, I'm going to need some help. Reminders. Or I'm going to say, you know what? I got this. Don't need a reminder. Right. If I don't need a reminder, then you're going to have to let me fail. Right. Yes. Yep. Right. That could be tough. And don't ever say, I told you so. That's not nice. That's not being kind. No, that's not being kind. So if they fail, you just are compassionate 
and say, hey, you know what? Let's come up with another solution. And right. Well, and that goes on to the last rule, which is reevaluate and revisit. If it's not measurable, then you can't really reevaluate. Right. If it's measurable, you can say, you know, we didn't do very well at saving money last month. Right. So we need to come up with another plan. Right. Right. A revised plan. Yeah. No, I like that. So I like that a lot. It takes away the nagging because no one likes to be nagged. No, no, no and one so, likes to be nagged. Yeah. When you when you agree on right what's going to happen, then there doesn't have to be the nagging. Right, but also you have to be humble enough to say, you know what, I really do need a reminder. You know what, you are actually really good. You're better at that than I am. We have come up with solutions before, and you have asked me, you have said, will you please remind me and help me with this? You know, I found personally, if I say that to you, then I can take off my plate having to remember it. Right, it's not all on you. It's not all on me, which is kind of maybe it's selfish to say, you know what, I really need your help reminding me. Right. So when you do tell me, I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't feel like it's nagging at right. all. I and feel like you're helping me. If it doesn't happen, it's on both of you. And if you can't. Uh, then you, you know can't, what? I think you hit it. You on can't the point nose. the finger and be like, you were supposed to do this. And you, well, you know, I really needed you to help me. And, you know, let's, let's, let's try this again. Right. I think, you know, you, I think you yeah. nailed it there. So. Lemonade moment of the week. I got to go to Dollywood. Now, Uh, Dollywood. (laughs) A lot of people, when I say this, say, what is that? I I feel like if you're on the West Coast, you just don't know what Dollywood is. And Dollywood is an amusement park owned by Dolly Parton. Now, a lot of people then say, well, who's Dolly Parton? Which I say, shame on you. She's a country legend, but I would say anybody under the age of 25, I don't even know if they probably know who she doesn't is. know who Dolly Parton is. Yeah, yeah, but anyway, she's a country music legend. If you don't know who she is, look her up. You definitely know who she is because you've heard a, her music. She has a very distinctive look. Yes, she does. <laughs> so you know who she is. You just so what? Wait, 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 wait. Why did you go to Dollywood in the middle of a COVID pandemic? You know, it's one of my mom's bucket list items that she's always wanted to do, and um, my great niece is that what yeah my great niece was getting baptized and they live in south carolina and so we thought well maybe we could all go out for that and then drive to dollywood anyway it was also my mom's birthday it was just kind of so it was to fill a long dream that your mom had to go visit dollywood yes and what a great time to go because it wasn't that crowded wasn't that crowded it's pretty safe. It was safe. And I felt like, man, if I'm going to take my mom to an amusement park at 81, sorry, mom, I outed your age, <laughs> but at 81, we did it the safest we could have done. I mean, we all had to wear a mask. We had to have our, have our temperature taken before we went in and we were given a bracelet to show that before you got on any ride, you had to use hand sanitizer. When you went into a store, you had to hand sanitize. Like, I feel like I, I don't think safe. your mom would have gone any other time. Yeah, I don't know. So but I think this was wonderful. It was it was a fun trip. Thank you very much to my niece Tirsha letting us stay at her house and we went to Doll. It was it was a lot of fun. We had a great time and check that off my mom's bucket list. If you like today's episode, give us five stars on iTunes, Spotify, Google. 
And head to Facebook and like us. And check out our blog at wheresthelemonade.org. Where you can leave questions and comments. But most of all, go out and make some lemonade. You betcha, baby. Mm -hmm.